Good morning. Welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Getco Cafe and Market, where they are always open for business. And they have something of everything 24 hours a day. And in these times, with everything that's going on around us, uh, that's a pretty nice thing to know. I'm joined by Ramon Foster. Yes, in indeed. Hendersonville, Tennessee, uh, the man cave. Yes, in the man cave, my room, I think. There's nobody else in there, so it has to be your room. Right? You chased everybody out. You have like a you have like a repellent around the walls. I did, everybody I did out. man. At this point right now, that's all I got to do is just say, hey. And the thing is, you know how it is. Being a dad, yeah, you want to lay down the law, but you don't want to be that guy all the yeah. time. So honestly, it's crazy. I usually defer to them, man. I'm like, truth be told, we built this house. Uh, and, and I was just like, I built it for them. I'm just a piece of it, man. I want them to fully enjoy it. I got rid of my pool table, got on my air hockey table, because why? I want to keep them around, but it's sometimes I want to have my time, too. Uh, and there it is. Care. There yes, it is. I know. There it is. The air hockey's back there. I know it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I, it's crazy. I got a uh, air hockey table with a flat top ping pong. I guess you can put it on there. I guess I can show you. So you oh, my. Oh, so that's dual purpose. Oh, now, now, DK, my oldest, my 12 year old, it's good at ping pong because they spend more time up here than I do. So, yeah, oh, the competitions no. have gotten real already. But here's what happens. See, I used to play the, you know, the, the rod hockey with my kids. And I'm here to tell you, and my kids will testify to this. I was yeah. merciless. This, this was not like. Hey, that child is seven years old. Let them win mm -hmm. occasionally. No, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. When they won, it was on merit. They learned, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. That's that's where I am, man. No easy wins. Like if I'm playing my little niece or something, okay, yeah. But my my boys, oh, uh, they got this competitive spirit already, which is that's all you really want out of your kids is to find ways to compete either in life or in sports. In whatever it happens to be. Uh, yeah. let's talk a little bit about committing rather than competing you wrote for your column this week which is really good by the way thank you uh, I, I know tom reed reached out to you to say he really liked it and I, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to echo that um the, more important than what either tom or i thought uh the readers really liked it and they they were receptive to it the receptive to the idea of committing so on thursday <laughs> in his weekly session with us randy feetner used the word commit he said i could have referring to the goal line thing you know where they tried to throw to gerald hawkins okay he said i could have committed more there that was his word that he mm -hmm. used so instead of asking you is randy feetner a subscriber and is he reading <laughs> ramon's content the question that i have for you instead is why didn't he he knows this you yeah. learned this that's how you knew to write about it you know, why, yeah. why, why try this other silliness when you're down there? Because it's so much to go into the goal line package, the goal line mindset, the trickeration of it. The obvious thing is to say, you know what? Don't do what Seattle did. Hand it to Marshawn. <laughs> Run it in. That's the obvious thing to say because, and the thing is, it's so obvious that you, you do that. Bringing an extra alignment. Hawking caught a, uh, a football probably since middle school. So nobody should suspect it. He had one in college. I'm sure he would jump oh. in and correct you on that. And actually, it was a pretty nice catch, too. The ball, I've seen video of it. The ball comes, like, behind him, and he grabs it in with one hand. 
and pulls oh, it nice. in. So I'm sure he earned his tackle eligible spot on this team. And that's part of the recruiting process too. I'm still, sure. <laughs> still, still to this day. <laughs> uh, but I said in the sense of when you do stuff like that, it's to break the tendency or to catch people off guard. Thing is, I think Hawk got a little tripped up, ended up getting blocked into somebody, so the timing was a little off. I laughed on social media prematurely because I thought the guys was going to win the game, and I didn't know the game was going to go that way as far as the run game is concerned. Um, But that's what running the ball is, though. It ain't going to be perfect. The people that run out and have a perfect game, the next week, guess what? It's probably going to be hell to pay because they're going to do everything they can to stop you. In this goal line situation, man, it became something that um, got to look cute, got a little ahead of yourself a little bit, and I guess it can almost end up being like an overthinking type of situation too to where it's like, okay, well, what exactly do I need to be doing? Um, and I've also heard other coaches and OCs and just analysts around the league say this too. Well, you're almost running into a wall whenever you're down there, the best thing is to do is, you know, when he got away from throwing the ball to Hawk, they went empty. And it's the idea of having your, your five best athletes on the field and pick and choosing your options. It's supposed to be slanted against the defense. Only thing is that works against the defense is such a short area to work in to where you got to be either know exactly where you're going the minute the ball is snapped or somebody has got to win really fast too. Well, devil's advocate. Your I'm coach Feetner, you're watching this and your O line's not getting any push. Yeah. At all on any carry. What do you do then? I mean, do you just say, Here I am, I'm tough guy offensive coordinator. I'm going to commit. I read it in Ramon's column. I'm gonna commit. Okay. I, I'm I'm joking here, but I'm really no, not. No, it's crazy. Randy might actually have gotten word of the article or something. Okay, not saying well, that he. Okay, saying he I know that happens. <laughs> he didn't in time for the Washington game. So yeah, if if you're up there and you don't see the push, and he acknowledged that it isn't there. Okay, guys are guys are getting knocked backward. Veterans are getting knocked backward. Then don't you look kind of not creative, not whatever, if yeah. you're just saying, you know what, here, I'm going to run this play with Snell three times in a row. We're going to poke this thing in if it kills me. Yeah, and, and that's where it goes to, man. And, um, you can point the finger at the O-line, which I'm sure they probably take responsibility for, for the game, you know, their production of it also. But in this sense right here, the run game isn't about trickeration. It's a matter of imposing your will. That's one of the first things I was ever taught as a young offensive lineman was, look, big guy, hey, you, yeah, you're not going to get your name called. You're not going to get all the accolades, none of that, and, and, and. But you have the ability to impose your will on people that you're going against. And guess what? You're not going to be arrested. That's one of the first things they tell you. So what's the only sure, muscle? What's the only muscle they use in blocking, Ramon? The only muscle? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what, what I'm one. saying is, is this right here, man, it's, it's a, it's a mindset of will. It's a mindset of, I know they've been challenged uh, for me to get on hand to criticize them or critique them. I know for sure. Coach T has brought this up and he you has. know what he does also, he says it every single day. He's going to start off the run period by saying, Hey, look, we got to do this. I think they might be, it's the 14 weeks before you take the pads off. It'll be interesting to know if they went into pads uh, yesterday or well, Wednesday. It'll be very interesting to know if he he said, you know what, 
We're going to strip it back down. We're going back to the basics a little bit just to get that fire on. And honestly, to piss guys off to say, you know what? I know you guys mm-hmm. are savvy. I know you're seasoned. I know that you got a whole lot of experience, but guess what? I got to find a way to get this production out of you guys. And maybe he give the, the, the older guys pounce, uh, pounce Dave and Al, you know, three of the, the seven plays, but he's going to make it a point that we're committed to running the ball. That's coach Randy. He's going to put it on him. And I'm sure uh, Coach Sweet Sweetfeet is hearing it every single day this week that meetings are going on. So I'm ex- I'm anxious to see the game on, was it Monday, Sunday night? Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. It's hard to keep track anymore what day of the it week is, these golly. games are. Yeah. I'm anxious to see the game. It's going to be a point, and you're going to notice. It's going to be so obvious that, hey, yeah, they got to run the ball. I talked to Rosie Nix earlier today, actually. And Rosie was like, uh, I was asking him about it. I was like, you know, what you think of the run game at Pittsburgh? Because guys talk, okay? Sure they he do. He was like, they got to get it together, Mom. But he's like, I'll tell you this, we've always run well against Buffalo. So Buffalo is not good at run defending. And we'll, we'll get into the Bills later. This is, this is, to me, is just a more general problem than anything related to Sunday night. And, and, and there has to be a solution. That doesn't mean that all of a sudden – the Steelers need to be, you know, putting up 200 yards a game on the no. ground or anything ridiculous like that. But when you need a yard, you got to get a yard. You know, you and can't that's what have that taken out of you. And that's what it's going to break down to. Or for anything, I don't think it would be an issue, DK, if it wasn't for the situations they were put in. Meaning goal line, meaning short yardage, meaning being in like second and seven and trying to run the ball and you still second and seven or you lose more yards. Like, situationally, it doesn't look good. If you told me, look, we're, we're averaging 89 yards per game, but situationally, we went in every single, uh, every single possession that we need to yeah, continue yeah, yeah. with. And that's what I think makes it more glaring than anything. Like I said, nobody's telling them to go out here and be, you know, the, the all-run squad. Nobody's telling you to be over-the-top creative the way San Francisco is, the way you see Kansas City do some stuff, or – like I said in my article, you're not going to see BNB Lamar, Josh Allen, or nobody like that. You just want to see efficiency of the runs more than anything. So moving forward, I know that's one thing that I don't want to keep referencing him, but he had, he said some good stuff to Haley. It was like, you know, yeah, it was some times where we had, like, not so great rushing games, but he would point to situationally, and he's a huge stat guy, so he looks into all of that. Um, and it was – Interesting to see, you know, if you win situationals, you quiet the crowd just a little bit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. In losing Bud Dupree on top of losing Devin Bush, mm-hmm. you have taken away two wild card pieces, for lack yeah. of a better way to, to describe them. Uh, there are players that other teams don't have. Uh, their elements to the defense that other teams, especially Bud, I think, at this stage of his career, yeah, can't yeah. account for. The question that I have for you out of this is, if I'm a team that's facing Pittsburgh, why would I not, 
on top of all that, find a way to double up TJ and say, you know what? I'm taking yet another guy out of your equation. I'll yeah. deal with I'll deal with Alex Highsmith. I'll deal with Robert Spillane. I'll deal with whoever else you got. But I'm tired of dealing with that guy. <laughs> and since I no longer have to worry about 48 on the other side, I'm all about 90. Why? And we've seen now game this hasn't happened yet and I, i'm not sure i understand why mm, i could tell you why go ahead you want me to tell you one high smith I, i'm impressed with him I, i've been impressed with him yes. since game one very much so bigger than i thought might not be super tall but bigger than i thought yeah he's, he got, he's got yeah yes very mm -hmm. shorter version more compact lamar woodley I, I i think i told you that before you did you he did. reminds me of wood man a whole lot but the reason why TJ can't get double team, Pittsburgh has done a really good job of finding ways to work the salary cap. They found ways to keep homegrown guys. A lot of teams can't do what Omar Khan has done, what Kevin Colbert has done, found a way to make it important to win other than going somewhere else for the money. Yes, we've had situations like that, but the reason TJ is not getting double teamed as much as he should be taken out of the game, where is he 12 sacks right now? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Just want to throw that out there. TJ, amazing. Should be up for defensive player of the year, but it seems like they're trying to slant it towards another guy in Cleveland. Don't yeah, they are. They are. Now, TJ's number one in sacks, in pressures, in TFL. quarterback hits. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And TFLs so reason, too, right? The reason he can't get double team is because of that ten, uh, because of that home, uh, that that Pittsburgh homegrown thing. You still got Tua to worry about. You still got Cam to worry about. You still got Highsmith to worry about. You still got uh, Vinny, who just went to the COVID list, to worry about. And then on top of that, Pittsburgh is known as Blitzburg. How are you going to account for one guy if you double-team him? That means I got two other studs. Like, if we were playing in college football, Cam and Tua would be All-Americans. They were All-Americans, I think, for the most part. Cam they is were. an All-Pro. Tua mm -hmm. should and could be an All-Pro, if not just a Pro Bowler in itself. Uh, and then you got Tyson who can work the middle also. So pick your poison. You're going to double team him with a tight end and a tackle and forget about two it one-on-one -on -one with the guard. And then you got Cam wrecking shop over here. And then you mm -hmm. got Mike Tyson and Mike Hilton. I mean, I was, I was both. waiting for a break here to throw That's Mike Hilton in because I, Hilton is the other guy that you, you bring up to the line. All right. Seriously. You really want a double 90. Okay. I'm over oh, here. Meaning put yeah. him all the way on the other side right next to right next to Highsmith and say, which yeah. one of us are you going to take with your single Who's guy? Gonna get him? And I know yeah. this running back is not good at protecting. So because of that, that's why TJ, that's why teams can't afford to say, you know what? We're going to double team TJ. Yeah, you might do that. But they're going to wreck shop somewhere. Camp is a headache, man. To it, also a <laughs> headache. I know this. I've seen this. And you've you've lined up against it for a lot of years. And, and, and Coach Butts, man, the way they dial this thing up, like, who, like, man, Mike, I hope and pray, like, his market is through the roof because he's proven it over and over and over and over again. To You're where talking he about is Hilton, a, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. Mike Hilton. He's a factor, man. And now you got the secondary playing a whole lot better. Not saying they were playing bad, but they're making plays to relish showing up more. Um, Minka's still doing this thing. I know Joe might have had an injury this past game, but as all in all, look and also look at the other guy, um, Cam Sutton. Yeah, another free agent, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. So, and, man, and he's he's gonna get paid too. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, he's he's done good. So 
The reason they can't double team them, because like I said, Pittsburgh's done a really good job of keeping homegrown guys and putting a precedent on winning over anything else, man. And that's it's a beautiful still, thing. Is this still a special defense to you? I'm under, I don't use that term lightly. Is it still it special is. without Bud and without Devin Bush? Two first uh, round I, picks with a lot of pedigree. The last game wasn't a bad game, I don't think. I think the 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 we've kind of had this coming for a little bit. And me being a player, a former player, I'll say this too. I think the mental wear and tear a little bit was kind of pushing on the pressure of it, just continuing on. Not a proper season in which they've had. We can agree with that. The guys won't no. say it, I will. Not a proper season. They hadn't had a proper break yet. No matter how much time Coach Tomlin give the guys off during the week, you still feel it. You still need that, that breath, to that breather of saying, you know what, this weekend I'm just going to sit back and watch all football games. You know? <laughs> They hadn't had that luxury just yet. And to, I think it was good to shake back. I think it was good because now you get a chance to still evaluate the run game. Coaches get a chance to check themselves a little bit and say, hey, you know what? Our stuff kind of stinks a little bit. Let's clean this thing up. So, yes, I do still think that Coach Butts and this defense can really make it happen, and it's still just as special. All right, Moan, this pick's not easy. There have been a lot of picks this year that have been easy, uh, that where they've gone into the te- the Steelers have gone into stadiums against somebody's third-string quarterback or their one-and-eight or whatever it is here. This is a struggling, a clearly struggling Pittsburgh team going in to face a Buffalo team that I don't know that they're flying high or whatever, but they're still one of the conference's better teams. They're going to yeah. be in the playoffs. They've, they've got this amped-up quarterback. They've got a... I don't know. What do you think? I, I think this is tough. This is a tough game. This is a really good matchup. Might be one of the truest matchups that they've had. Aside from Baltimore, I mean, they, they steamrolled Baltimore the second time around, pulled it off the second – I mean, the first time they steamrolled and pulled it off the second time. Um, but but Buffalo, good team. They're, they're one of those teams on, on my show here in Nashville. I said they were ascending. They're moving up. Uh, Josh Allen seemed to have gotten out of his funk a little bit. The run game is still solid, and we know that defense is just as good, too. Going to Buffalo isn't always easy, although there's no crowd there. Uh, we talked before the show, there's no snow there this weekend, we don't think. Yeah. Um, but that offense is solid. Very, very solid, man. Depending on what our cornerback situation is this week, is going to determine this outcome of this game more than anything. I do think this offense bounces back. Uh, ben is best when he's got his back against the wall. Ben is best when you challenge him, well, why are you throwing the ball so much, man? Like, Ben is best then. Uh, James has an opportunity. <laughs> you know, like I know, he's he's good with his back against the wall. Um, the same thing goes That's for, always been his best football. Always, 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 always been his best football. And if for anything, I'll just say it for him in the sense of like his redemption tour, beating the young guys in his league to show that, mm-hmm. hey, Daddy's home still, okay? Like <laughs> that's 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 just where that's how I feel about it. I'm not saying he's in a competition against them, but you know, like you put Ben in those adverse he thinks situations. That way. He does somewhere in there. He doesn't it's, admit it out loud, but it shows in the actions. It is, man. So me, yes, I played in Pittsburgh. Me, yes, I, I know a good bit of how the mentality of this room is gonna be going in Sunday. World against you is prime time football. It's going to be somebody by the doors that's saying, hey, look, you, before they come out and got to go to a family (laughs) program, we are on uh, 
the primetime football. Y'all need to get your together because I ain't trying to be embarrassed out here. That's what's going to happen. Um, it's an A game. Coach Tomlin's going to tell the guys that. And I think they respond to such. This team is still 11 and 1. Give me a score. Give me a score. Give you a score. It's, it's going to be tight because Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Score. It's going to be tight, man. If I'm saying mm-hmm. anything, I say the team that has the ball last, which Pittsburgh is going to do this. They're going to have to be to a point to where they can run out the clock. And that means running the ball. And I think that's you know, going to be a Mo, point. They did that earlier in the season. You know, we talked yes. about this running game like it never existed. I know. And they their first three victories, correct me if I'm wrong here, but their first three victories were exactly the situation that you just described. Yeah. Where where yes. they, they had the lead. Ben went out there and and I mean he had he mixed in a couple of passes, but for the most yeah. part it was just boom, boom, just boom, 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 right down the field. And oh hey, look, let's shake some hands. I, yeah, I know. I know. If I'm if I'm saying this game, DK, I'm saying 28-24. Four yeah, I don't think. Uh-huh. Four Has touchdowns. to be. I'm telling oh you, if it's me, I see um, I see a spark just because why there's adversity. Okay. Okay. I can accept 28, that. 28-24. 28-24, the man says. I don't think you, – you missed one, right, all season? I missed just one. Just last week. Just last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody would have missed that one. Yeah, yeah, except me. I actually, no, 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 seriously. Yeah, I know. I saw I pulled, it. I, I pulled a Ramon. I almost uh, got the exact score. Oh, I had boy. 23 to 18, and it ended up 23 17. I, I almost know, had, yeah. as one of our readers correctly pointed out, I almost had the full Ramon. I almost you did. I saw that. I saw, I saw that. <laughs>